listening to the Business Building Rockstar Sessions with your host, Nicole Holland. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Business Building Rockstar Sessions. Today's episode is a clip from an upcoming Business Building Rockstar Summit 2016 session. I hope to whet your appetite with this and that you'll want to come hang out with us for the live event November 1st to 10th, where I'm bringing together business building rock stars from all over the world to teach about some of their favorite business building strategies and how you can apply them to your own business right away. Let's listen in to today's episode now. Hey there, welcome to the second annual Business Building Rockstar Summit. I'm your host, Nicole Holland, and I'm thrilled to have you joining us for this incredible value-packed 10-day online event where I've brought together top industry leaders who I personally respect and admire to share about some of their favorite business building strategies to help you build your business like a rock star. And speaking of rock stars, today's guest is like right up in the rock star realm. So guess who gave Lady Gaga her first TV interview? Louis Lavella, he turns dead venues into packed venues, slow ticket sales into sold out shows, independent musicians into major label ass kicking brands, taking those amazing stories, experience and knowledge to the business categories as well. Entrepreneurs of any niche just don't have the time to keep up with the changing trends and that's okay because he is here to help you. Persuading customers has become super hard for those that don't keep up to date and study their behaviors. However, it's easy for those of us who know exactly how to persuade them to engage them. So get very excited because Louis Lavella is here with me today to talk Snapchat. And by the way, he is who gave Lady Gaga her first TV interview. So it was fun. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It was great. Great intro. I love it. Awesome. Okay. So for those of us who have heard of Snapchat, it's been a big rage, but we're like, okay, we're not teenage girls and we're not celebrities. How can we use Snapchat as solo entrepreneurs or small business owners to build up our brand and build our business? The funny answer is you just answered it. Is sort of think like teenage girls and celebrities, right? Really, sort of think like that. You know, Snapchat is obviously huge, right? Nobody has to say it's, it's up and coming, and, you know, um, it's something to keep an eye on when the White House is on Snapchat and just, you know, your regular brands are on Snapchat. We all get that it is another platform where a major audience is. Now, that's a key word, audience. Is your audience there and how much are they on Snapchat? Most of us on social media have to really decipher exactly where our audience is because there's so many social media platforms we can get just overwhelmed, really. We get overwhelmed with, you know, oh my goodness, I have to make one or two Instagram posts. I have to be on Facebook all day long. And then the tweets are coming in and now they're Snapchat, right? So we really have to decide where our audience is and, and play in that sandbox as much as we can. But there is a big sandbox called Snapchat and we do need to understand it, play in it a little bit and either build an audience there or if your audience is there, you have to be present. There. And uh, yeah, th that was funny that you, you mentioned the, you know, the teenage girls and the, and the celebrity thing, because that's sort of how you use Snapchat. There's, there's a lot of different uh, opinions on what's the best avenue. And I think because you're creating your own mini TV show by doing a lot of behind the scene things and in real life, real time kind of posts, 
that you really have to decipher what your audience is going to resonate with. But when I work with you know musicians and festivals and concerts, if I'm gathering them as a business, business to business use of Snapchat is going to be different than when I'm handling their Snapchat and actually going after the teenage girls, the 25 year olds and trying to sell concert tickets. Cool. So I'm going to stop you right there and bring it back a little bit because you just clarified a bit of what Snapchat's for, like the, the what it does. But I think we could maybe give a little bit more of a basic overview about the platform itself. How is it used and who is on it? Absolutely. So, you know, everybody's on it right now, but again, there's going to be chunks of people, demographics that are there more. You talk about the teenagers, the millennials, Generation Z obviously are on it quite a bit, but there's, there's so many business owners on it now because you get a lot of behind the scenes ideas. You get a lot of, um, it, depending on what you're doing to your audience, you know, so if your snaps are going to be quick tips or you're a travel blogger, you know, there's going to be a lot of things. So your audience is going to resonate with your mini television show, like I mentioned earlier. So Snapchat's really used for for your daily stories, your real-time usage. I see a lot of people on Instagram doing what they should be doing on Snapchat. As an example, they're at the, the baseball game and they're posting 15 to 20 you know, Instagram pictures or videos of every little thing that's going on. And what they're actually doing is creating a Snapchat story, but they're using Instagram. And I believe that's why Instagram created stories. They saw this great feature and they're like, this is what people are doing on Instagram. Let's just copy and create our own. But that really was the great, cool feature of Snapchat as it grew out of the private snaps, you know, from the initial Snapchat platform was just a secret picture or video that I would send to you. You would see it and it would delete. It was a messaging service, so to speak. But they grew that platform into more of a social media network, whereas I can now post my snap to what's called a story, meaning I'm not sending it to you personally, but anybody who follows me on Snapchat can see my quote unquote story. And that still disappears. It lasts only 24 hours. However, now everybody can see it. So I don't have to personally message you this snap. It's on my story and everybody can see it. And you can follow along my day-to-day -day activities or while I'm at the baseball game or all the tips I'm going to post, whatever you want to produce, you can create that as a story. Cool. And so a snap is what? Is that a video? Is it a picture? It could be either one of the two. So you can, you can either hit the button and it takes a, a picture or you can hold it down and uh, when you're using it, you'll notice that the circle, little red kind of goes in a circle and it's creating, I believe a 10 second video is what it's creating max. And, uh, and that's what you post. So, you know, if it's a video, so if I'm creating a snap right now, I might take a quick picture of us and posting it saying, hey, I'm on, I'm on the podcast or I'm on the show, blah, blah, blah. And people will see, I can draw on it, which is kind of cool. I can create filters and we'll talk about that in, in, a, in a little bit too the Snapchat filters, or if I'm doing a video, I could be recording that video. You know, it's a lot of, you know, you being a personality and you being personal with your audience. So I might have, you know, quick ideas that I want to post out, you know, a 10 second thought, a quote, you know, that kind of idea. So there's, there's, some, there's, there's a million ways to use it, but it's a very different platform than Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Okay. So this might be a silly question, but if I'm going to go on Instagram, why would anybody care about my stories? On an Instagram story or back to Snapchat? Sorry. Let me ask that question again and edit that out. That's okay because Instagram does have stories now. I and know. that's a good question, actually. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't edit that out because okay. that's why Instagram created stories to kind of not lose following to Snapchat, right? Yeah. 
Okay. That's why why they did that. So for both then, because I mean, and we do have Allie McAdam talking Instagram here, but we didn't really get into Instagram stories. She's a big big advocate of it, but we ran out of time to actually talk about Mm -hmm. what it is. So I guess still the question remains, why would somebody, right? So if I'm, I'm like, okay, here's my expertise. Here's my brand. So I'm eating dinner and I have a thought and I want to share that with the world because I can like, I mean, why would the world want to hear my thought while I'm eating dinner? You know, if your audience is business owners, let's say they're all consultants and they want to know how to get more business and you're in the middle of eating dinner and you had a thought, Oh, you know, whatever the thought is off the top of my head. I don't know. Using Snapchat stories or Instagram stories is a fantastic way to get your word out. You can grab that. It's very raw. You know, you just hit the record 10 second thought and it goes out there. And people who are around will see that. Now, Instagram itself, if I want to shift to that platform for for 10 seconds, you can see when you go through the feed, it's nice and polished, you know? So if you're going to take a picture of your food, (laughs) you know, you make it with filters and you polish it. These raw, you know, ways of posting, the snaps and and the stories, they are very raw. They're very behind the scenes and people get that. So there's a very different, I guess, user behavior between me looking at your Instagram or your Facebook and now looking at your stories on Snapchat or your snaps where I understand that it's raw. It's just you possibly, you know, hair wet or eating dinner. And we get that very raw reality style of, of platform. So it's just a different use, different behavior that they are okay with. And is that generally what's expected that it's like not so pretty? Yeah, because, you know, at the beginning of Snapchat, it's just using your cell phone and cell phone cameras weren't the best. You know, they, they are much better now, but, you know, that's usually front facing camera and that's not the best camera. There's no filters that makes you with lighting and, you know, like Instagram has. So we've, you know, we've come become accustomed to that, which is okay. Now they have some cool things where you can make, you know, googly eyes and whatnot. And that's all gamification. And I think the teens and Generation Z likes that just to keep things active. I don't know, as a business guy, if I'm going to make, you know, sunglasses on and it might be a silly time. It's not something I'm going to do every day because it doesn't resonate with my audience, but it's something that they're just trying to keep Generation Z and even younger on the platform. And again, same thing with Facebook and Instagram. They purchased Masquerade and that's an app that does the similar idea. So they can see these strong features that Snapchat's created and basically take them and, and to save their leakage, right? Because every new platform is going to take people away from the monsters, right? <laughs> so they want to make sure that they either can buy these guys out or they can kind of copy, steal, borrow, whatever they need to do to keep people on their own monster. <laughs> so where do you see things going with Snapchat? Because last year at the summit, we had Zach Buckler talking about Periscope, which he did a phenomenal job and he's just really taken off on Periscope, a lot of value there. But now... Periscope's not so much the rage anymore. I mean, there's still people there, but now we're looking at Facebook Live and, you know, like Blab's no longer. So Meerkat's you, gone now. Meerkat's or gone just too. rebranded to House Party, but technically yeah. it, it did. It fizzled up fast. So what do you see happening with Snapchat now that Instagram has decided they're going to lay claim? Well, a lot of people thought that was going to kill Snapchat because Instagram has the numbers, more numbers than Snapchat. And, and I have some concern with Snapchat because Instagram is starting to copy those things. You know, the, the googly eyes and, you know, the flags under your eyes during the Olympics or your favorite football team, like those things that Snapchat created, the stories, Instagram is copying. Really, they are. Now, the, the problem with that for Snapchat is 
Instagram has the user base. So if you know, you and myself, if we've built an audience on Instagram and we have 5,000, 10,000 or hundred thousand people on Instagram, but Snapchat's another platform we have to worry about. We might say, well, why bother using Snapchat? All the similar features are over here on Instagram, right? And that's true. A lot of people, perhaps older demographics are thinking that way. Whereas Snapchat still has a large user base of millennial generation Z or celebrities, and they will have that user base still. All right, so that was just a short clip from our session during Business Building Rockstar Summit 2016. If you got value from that clip, I hope you'll head on over to bbrsummit.com to sign up for free for your pass to hear the entire session as well as all of the other general sessions to help you build your business like a rock star. We've got amazing, amazing rock star speakers, and I know that you're going to get so much value out of it. So again, bbrsummit.com. Head on over, grab your free ticket. Until tomorrow. Really blown my mind. You've really blown the lid off of all of my expectations. I knew that anything you would do would have high integrity and lots of great, amazing content. If I know anything about what you bring to the table, I know that this year is going to floor everyone, and I can't wait. The Business Building Rockstar Summit really became a part of my everyday business, it became such an addiction. It was something that I'm using right now and something that I'm seeing results from immediately. I am so excited for BBRS 2016. This year is gonna be even bigger, even better, and I know that it's gonna make my business explode. I had a whole year to stew about everything that I learned last year, and now I need to learn new tricks, and Nicole's gonna give them to me. I have to say that from the summit, it has given me a level of confidence and that push that I needed to really get started. I was hoping that I would get some strategies to help me to decide which route to take. And I certainly did get that and a lot more. I don't know how you can do any better in 2016, to be perfectly honest. I thought that was fantastic. I've never seen that before in any of the summits that I've invested in in the past. This really has been a fantastic experience. What I was most looking for was something that would kick my business in the butt. I really needed some concrete details. And so, yes, the summit did deliver that, absolutely. There's a lot of things that I got that I wouldn't have done or gotten around to anytime soon if I hadn't participated in the summit. BBRS 2016 is one of the best, if not the best place to be in 2016 when you're about building businesses online.